welcome back to episode six of Drink and Tell. Today's episode, we're talking about putting things into perspective. So to give you a little context, how we thought of this episode idea, I was actually out for a nice little run in the morning before work. I was reflecting, but what I was actually thinking was how crazy it is, right? This current situation that we're in. One day it's going to be over, right? We don't know when, but when it is over, there are probably going to be a couple of things that we miss. And I would just like to say that Amanda's positive self texts me like, don't you think we're going to actually miss this quarantine? And meanwhile, (laughs) I'm waking up like, here's another day of hell, like literally nothing to do. And she's like, nope, Anika, like, um, I love, I love the fact that we're putting it in perspective. I do think that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. We will miss some things. I think everyone is going to miss a couple of things. One example is that there's just so much time. And I was actually telling Anika this. We wouldn't have started this podcast if the quarantine didn't happen because we're just so no busy. We're so busy, like, you know, working, seeing friends. We hadn't had time to actually sit down, figure out how it works, figure out how to distribute the content, how to upload it, edit. Just, that's a perfect example of one of the things that came out of this quarantine that I've really been enjoying. And on that, I also do think that now that we have a cadence and we know kind of a little bit more what we're doing like we can actually sustain this whereas before it was like one we thought we had to be together in person to do this right two we thought we like had to be together to edit it I I love you so much but like usually (laughs) when we're together we're doing things like like we're just sitting around at home like that happens so rarely that's exactly it so that's one of the good things that has come out of it and I encourage like everyone to kind of you know reflect and figure out what are some of the good things that came out of this quarantine period whether it was connecting with family for you know trying a new hobby being creative and to your first point I think for me I'm gonna miss once this is over like the amount of family time I've gotten I cannot remember the last time I've been home for this extended of a period but also usually when I'm home I'm trying to see my friends I'm going to the city to see my sister and Rohan I'm kind of all over the place whereas here I've just been home with my family and like yeah sometimes they bother the hell out of me but most of the time I'm like wow I really really am gonna miss this totally agree with that um, because I'm also super close with my family and I haven't had the opportunity to spend as much time as I do now with them especially after graduating high school yes I agree it gets you know kind of a lot at times but we're gonna look back and be like wow I miss those home-cooked meals it's been so nice dude home-cooked meals are I don't even know what I'm gonna do without them when I go back like I've gotten so used to it my family are huge breakfast people so we usually do a giant breakfast a smaller lunch and then an earlier an early-ish dinner but I don't eat breakfast ever in the city and I forgot what it's like to like wake up in the morning and have a couple pancakes have an omelet they'll make breakfast we'll sit around the table drinking our coffee or mimosa if it's the weekend and then we'll do a sudoku just in the middle of us and my parents have this like crazy thing where they don't write down possibilities so you just it's a pure memory game which is kind of wild but it's actually really fun like I'm gonna miss that so much yeah well my morning is kind of similar I wake up um, again you know sometimes have breakfast sometimes don't but I've been waking up you know and especially on the weekends which is great when I'm not working I'll go to the kitchen table I'll get some coffee you know and my grandpa's reading the newspaper my grandma's probably doing a crossword puzzle and I'll be helping her and it's just so nice to just sit down with them and even though you know we may not be conversing or we may be doing our own thing it's just so nice to see them and be in each other's 
company. You know, that's actually such a good point is the fact that we get to actually eat and enjoy our meals now. Like lunch, I almost always still take when I'm by a computer. I rarely will eat that with my family. Breakfast and dinner, I eat every day with my family, surrounded by people, like not working, completely just in the zone with them. And that never happens. Like I never eat breakfast. And then dinner, if I'm traveling, I usually eat dinner alone, which is so sad. But it's it's true. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the job, right? When you're traveling for work, you have to eat alone. Always thought about that. Like, yes, cool to have it expensed and you get to, you know, order a glass of wine and you have a really good meal ahead of you, you know, perhaps like a nice appetizer and then a small dessert comes at the cost at eating it by yourself, which is not not always fun in certain situations. It's, It's lonely as hell sometimes. I'd also say it's been really nice having just a weekend with no plans. I don't know about you, Anika, but today it's Sunday, literally no plans. Obviously, you know, have my meals with my family, but pretty much the rest of the day is up in the air. I can, you know, sit and watch some Netflix. I can go for a walk outside. I can sit in the backyard if it's sunny and try to tan. I can do, you know, crossword puzzle with my grandma or even, you know, do some exercises outside with my grandpa. But it's just so nice of no plans. I kind of agree with that. Like, I will say, I mean, okay, I will say when I first started quarantine, I was like, this is really great, like no plans, nothing to do. And now I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, I really want to go out to eat. I want to be able to step out of my house and not be afraid. Like, I think now I'm starting to get tired of it. So like kind of to the contrary and sorry, Amanda, I know that you're (laughs) always let's look on the bright side, but looking on the negative side, I will not miss not being able to go out to eat or not being able to go on a run because there are too many people on my path. Like, holy crap, I cannot wait for that to be done. I do miss New York food. A hundred percent. I can't. I mean, you know me, Anika, like always like was ordering like there would be if I was too hungover in New York City, I would just order in lunch and dinner. Like that's happened and no shame, but it was just so easy. (laughs) The best day was January 1st. What was it? 2019 or no, 2018 2018. when we lived in Kibbs Bay and we all went out hungover as hell after New Year's Eve. And Ellen Andrews, we all order what bagels and chocolate freaking milk. Like (laughs) what the most random food. No, it was bagels and And coffee. Bagels and coffee. Yeah. Oh, bagels and coffee. But we also had chocolate. It was milk, homemade. I had chocolate homemade. Homemade. It was home whole milk, whole <laughs> milk too. And Ellen freaking gets a call from the doorman. It's like 3 p.m. at this point on the first, and she's like, "Good morning." And we were all like, "Oh my god, this is humiliating." Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. But yes, <sighs> we were so hungover. Honestly, we did not leave. Like that was just a day where we sat in our beds, watched TV, ordered in bagels, and had some coffee and chocolate milk. Mm, delicious just delicious I miss that I really do I don't know have you guys been ordering food at home not as much as I would like I mean yeah we do often but not like every single day I'd say tonight we're ordering pizza I think Sundays is just like pizza night but it's actually Passover so I haven't ate bread since I think it was Wednesday so it's gonna be a matzo pizza night from Steve's Pizza I'm really excited Ooh, Steve's Pizza that sounds delicious yeah one of the best parts though I will say is that I've spent zero money on food which has been really incredible I'm saving a lot of money I feel like during this quarantine that's definitely a positive yes holy crap I'm gonna miss that so much I have been pouring my money into the stock market because I actually have (laughs) money left over. Usually I'm living like my first paycheck goes to rent and then my second paycheck goes to like the rest of my 
nine months activities and that's all I have yeah. so if anyone has tips please send them our way please do please do drop them in the comments or slide us a dm either works we need some help so Amanda what else have you been saving money on <laughs> not spending money on ubers not spending money on nails right that is a lot of money and I don't think guys realize how much money it is for a girl to get their hair and nails done oh my gosh my nails usually cost like 60 bucks every three weeks I would say sometimes two if I like bite them off a little earlier two but weeks still two like, weeks is a... normal I think really I do three I because I do know do you do regular manicures or do you do no chip I do, do, do gel fillings? gel okay that's what I do too I do gel and I feel like it lasts me three weeks wow you're you're very um, conservative. I feel like I'm going like every 10 to 14 days, which is not good. Oh, do you remember <laughs> when me, you and Yash got our nails done together? Yes, yes. That was like a Friday night. And I literally just pop into the same salon in Tribeca. <laughs> the nail ladies actually love me because they know me. You know, I have a punch card. I'm a loyal, you know, salon. Oh, yeah. Punch card Salon for attendee. And they're so sweet. Always asking me if I want a massage. And then I'm like, oh, fine. Another, what's another 10 extra dollars? Let me get a 10 minute massage. Because I know. then I don't have to wait for my nails to soak off. But anyways, yeah, yeah well, that was a great time. I don't even have to. That was so fun. But I don't even have to wait for my nails to soak off because I literally have a terrible tendency to bite my nails or to like peel off the nail polish. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever been to the nail salon when I like still have nail polish on. It's usually like two and a half weeks. I won't touch my nails. And then the last like three days, I know I'm getting them done. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to peel it off. Also, I love Anika that you just invest in the most random things. Like you have a $500. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> A hair dryer, right? That was it was like that much. Dude, but that thing, okay, not sponsored. I wish we were, but the freaking Dyson hair dryer, or it's actually called the Dyson Air Wrap. Everybody should invest in it. Especially like Amanda, you wash your hair almost every day. It also takes you a while to blow dry it. Like you would I have a lot of hair. love that thing. Yeah. I yeah, have considered it, it but like an hour. Five hundred dollars. That's where I'm, you know, trying to do the pros and cons list. Do I get it? Do I not? Is it worth it? Do you think that 20 minutes a day for a whole year? is equivalent to $500 yes yes I would easily then a hundred percent you should get it the hairdryer I have is one that you used to have it was like your backup yes and I actually yes. do have it in New York too and I have my straightener so I actually haven't done my hair in a month that's really good I straightened my hair for a couple of calls that I've had so I probably straightened it like three or four times but I use my mom's at home I didn't bring mine yeah but speaking of hair that's also a very costly type of service how much does it cost you yes. to get your hair cut or even your hair highlighted right because you got your hair highlighted now balayage I do it's actually so I go at home and it's really not that bad like I usually do um highlight style and yeah that's it highlights and style and then obviously tips so it comes out to like 120 130 which is honestly nothing that is nothing that's nothing I know what about you why don't you tell the story (laughs) of um where you go to get your hair done I knew this was coming I was like hoping you wouldn't ask because now I'm a little embarrassed (laughs) well my hair has seen many different colors, many different cuts um, over the past couple of years. I ne- can never decide to get bored very easily, if you know me. That is a very factual statement about myself. I do have a lady that I found in New York, and I actually found her at a New York salon on the Upper East Side. Then, unfortunately, the stylist ended up moving to upstate New York, near White Plains. I think that's where it is in Westchester. So I essentially take a two-hour train to get my hair done. Then I have to take an Uber after I get off the train, and then I get there. So approximately like a four- 
to four and a half hour round trip ride, which cost me each visit, I'd say between $350 and $400. And that's just highlights. That doesn't include any cuts. That is crazy. Yeah. Wait, you guys have to realize though, like if Amanda says like, yeah, I'm going to go get my hair done. It's not like, oh, do you want to hang out after? Like, do you want to get brunch before? It's like, no, she's dedicating a full ass day yeah. to get her hair done. I've <laughs> Getting on that train. Yeah, I've taken going upstairs. I've taken like days off of work to get my hair done. It isn't a very so important ridiculous. appointment, and it does take a full day. So I really have to ensure that I prioritize activity. Well, I was telling Josh because he right now. I mean, I think all guys are in this position where they're used to getting their hair cut every two, three weeks, and now their hair just looks absolutely oh my gosh. ridiculous. Everyone like, has an afro, and everyone has a beard. Everyone, <laughs> everyone. It's disgusting. And so he was like, "I, I kind of want to go to Connecticut and get my hair cut, but like that seems so over the top." <laughs> And I was telling him about what you do for your hair. And he's like, no. He's like, Anika, you're being so dramatic. Like, there's no way. I'm like, no, literally a whole day just to get her hair high. I mean, it's called, like, grooming. Like, you have to make sure that you're groomed. And it's only, like, every three months. It's not, like, crazy that I'm there, like, every weekend. But I try to go as often as I can, like, every four months at least. That's so crazy. You're like pretty blonde right now, I feel like. I am a little more blonde than I probably want to be. I was actually talking to my sister about this. I was like, I kind of want to have an out of quarantine new look. I was thinking like short hair and very dark or short hair and very blonde. <gasps> short hair. I don't. Team short hair for life. Mine is so long right now. I can't wait to get a cut. I don't know if I am ballsy enough to do it. I was thinking like even if I get, you know, wine drunk one day in the house, you know, during quarantine, I'm just like taking a pair of scissors and I'm like, Whoop. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, babe, I love you way too much to let you cut your hair by yourself short for the first time. You will <laughs> you will be very nervous. I know, I know. I probably won't do that. Um, my hair will probably just, you know, come out the same. It'll be a little bit longer and my highlights will be grown up just a bit longer. <laughs> that will be the That's real, probably the fair. real deal. I know. I wish I knew how to like style my own hair or do something, but I've been I'm I'm getting bored with my hair too. I just like don't really know what else I want to do. Like cutting it shorter was the first really big change I made. And like, I mean, maybe I'll go really short, but like my hair is so frizzy. So that wouldn't work either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, during this period, you don't have to do your hair every day. Like that's a huge plus. And also makeup. I have not touched. I've only worn makeup once throughout this entire quarantine period. And it was for a Zoom meeting that I had to like be on. I think I've done it like but, two or three times. Literally, that's it. Yeah, My face. Okay. I feel like I'm becoming a lot more con. This sounds so cheesy, but I feel like I'm becoming a lot more confident in my non-makeup face. I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, I don't look terrible. <laughs> Whereas when I'm used to wearing makeup every day, I wake up and I'm like, ugh, Anika, like put some foundation on. Yeah. Well, yesterday when I was FaceTiming um, and you were in the call with Alan, she was like, I mean, you look so pretty. And that was like one of the days I put on makeup and she's like, are you wearing makeup? And I was like, do I not look good without makeup normally? I was oh. like, damn, like, I guess I don't. But I was actually talking to a friend about you know going out and how it feels like the last time we've gone out is so long ago over like I guess a month it now was. honestly I don't even remember what it feels like to get fully dressed put on makeup straighten or curl my hair put on high heels and like go to a bar I don't know what that feels like anymore heels oh my gosh my feet are not going to be used to putting themselves back in the heels when we're done not that I wear that big of heels but I just brought home gym shoes four sports bras oh and one pair of jeans I did bring home a pair of jeans which I've only worn once for the same time I wore makeup but that's it yeah yeah I did 
I did not bring enough clothes. I've been wearing, honestly, my Adidas tracksuit um, almost every single day. Like, honestly, I've probably worn those pants like five days in a row at certain points throughout the last month. It's kind of disgusting. I packed as if I was going to be home for two weeks because I thought quarantine, the period is 14 days. And like, I've already been home for a month. And I've, and for two weeks, I packed one week's worth of clothes. So I've been literally just wearing the same clothes. I think my parents are so sick of seeing me in that. Yeah. I feel like we've been pretty positive, but maybe now it's time to start getting real. Oh, yeah. Having to cross the street 50 times a day (laughs) to stay six feet apart from people. I was telling you about this morning, but I went on a run it's actually nice today and like I couldn't even run because there were so many damn people out because it was finally nice so I was like just literally running zigzag like crossing the street oh time across that crossing the street again and like they get mad at you here if you run on the road so you can't even do that as an option so I'm like oh my god I can't wait for that to be done I feel that completely like on my runs recently I've noticed either two things either when I'm running past people they're like smiling they're like good morning hello super happy friendly Or the second thing I've seen is that people are like running away from me. They are turning their heads away. They're like scared of me. And I'm like, whoa, I... It's, like, so insulting. It is insulting. But also completely I fair. get it, but, you know, at least just be six feet away and smile and look at me. Yes, I feel the same way. The other day, I was running down. We have a clubhouse that has tennis courts and stuff outside of it. So I was running down the path behind there. And I kid you not, someone was running the opposite direction. And they literally ran across the, the grass all the way around the tennis courts just to avoid me. That's terrible. And I was like, okay, buddy, everyone should be being extra careful. But I can't help but be kind of... <laughs> offended no I completely get that I would say for me it's been that but also being so cautious with everything you touch every surface hand sanitizer having to sing happy birthday when you're washing your hands and when someone coughs like freaking out like are they sick I I think that is something I'm not gonna miss and I think it's just honestly the culture is gonna change people are just gonna be super sensitive and super you know clean and wiping down surfaces I feel that way too and I I feel like that's gonna be such a huge bummer like that they are projecting people to be wearing masks for like the next year or so and I wouldn't be surprised if it went even beyond that because people are now so hyper aware of how easily it is for any kind of disease to spread it's just so crazy to think that you have no idea right like you know the people that you may have been more welcoming you know to come into your house to um, hang out with a party parties have yeah to even kiss like make out with like who knows right I think bars will definitely have restrictions like all over oh yeah think about how we're used to going into like common ground right so sweaty like you're shoving people like you can barely breathe right that is not gonna happen anymore it is gonna be restrictions on the number of people who can enter so everyone is gonna be like standing six feet apart in line to get into the bar it's gonna be insane well what's gonna suck more than anything and like this is such me being a nerd but like I guarantee that bars are gonna have to start charging absolutely they're not gonna have enough people to like make up for the cost of actually running a bar and like there's gonna be covers almost everywhere which absolutely sucks like goodbye getting free shit as a girl like that's not happening absolutely and you know the table costs are gonna go up I think even the drink prices might go up because they're gonna be less people in there so they're gonna have to spike you know prices up I think even 
thinking about concerts, right? Um, those prices will go up. Sporting events, they're going to have to review the seating, right? You probably can't sit right next to a person. Same thing with flights. Flights, yeah. Flights are probably sold out and there's probably one third of the amount of people on that flight. One other thing, I do want to give a shout out to some of my friends that have been working really hard in the hospitals. They're essential workers. Um, So this is a tribute to them. Tori Ellsworth. Love love you, you. Tori. Working so hard in New York City. And then Charlotte Vinton, who works in Delray at one of the hospitals. She's been working so hard. Oh, yeah. And just also a shout out to Yash. I know he's been working day in and day out at Lenox Hill in the city. And he's all alone, which I feel really, really bad about. We love Um, you. Uh, it's just crazy I know it's just so crazy to like hear the kind of stories that they tell and like the amount that they're working like we're all here bitching about being home and having to sit on our asses and on our laptops all day and they're like actually out there like putting themselves at risk just to help it's honestly incredible but just again puts things in a perspective that is such a good way to put it um couldn't agree more at the end of the day your health is the most important thing you know regardless if you have been furloughed or lost your job your health and yourself and your family I think and obviously friends too is just like the most important thing so just make sure you check up on the people that you love if you're not with them directly or send a chat because you probably have a bit more time to send a text you know kind of respond to those people I think that's really important and what can help during this time I agree and I think like kind of just to end on something that we're going to miss I feel like having that the fact that now someone will ask you how are you and you know that they actually mean it it's not just like kind of a time pass question I think is really it's a really cool shift to see like I just think it's so inspirational to see the way that people care about one another and the way that people are reaching out and like just kind of checking in even if there's people you haven't talked to in years. Couldn't agree more. Well I guess hopefully this podcast is a source of entertainment maybe that's our contribution to society. There you go. Hopefully, hopefully we can also give you some perspective in this episode to think, you know, before we kind of get out of this time period and go back into the real world, the things that you should be thankful for even now, but then after as well. I know. Uh, All right. Well, with that, Amanda, are we ready to wrap? I know. I like kind of want to (laughs) cry. Like shit. Like should be happy, like laughing and like snorting, but I'm like a little emotional right but (laughs) all right guys well that wraps up um episode six putting things into perspective hope you guys kind of reflected thought about a couple of things throughout this episode but we really appreciate you tuning in yeah and we would love to hear kind of what you guys have to say you have anything that you know you're going to miss during quarantine or anything that you're not looking forward to send those our way comment on our insta um but most importantly stay safe subscribe (laughs) oh i was gonna say subscribe amanda Jesus, you're such a good person, and I'm here just freaking self <laughs> Okay, all right. S- stay safe and subscribe. On that note, God, you totally killed my vibe. Whatever, <laughs> fuck it. I'm over it. I'm over it. It's fine. You guys like Amanda better. I get it. We love you. I hate her, and we will talk soon. Have the soon. best week Love ever. you back.